Hey, Toadsheads, it's Dan, your favorite Dan, mm. here before the show wow. to remind you about the way you feel about me, which is full of respect. And right back at you, I have respect for you. Speaking of respect, it's almost Respect Listener Opinions Month, the very special month where you pick the movie. So right now, you can go to respect.totesregal.com. There will be a form and you can nominate movies for Respect Listener Opinion Month, also known as Lomnoms. And Perfect. then starting April 2nd, go back back to respect.totesregal.com and you will be able to vote on everything nominated unless we hate it and the winner <laughs> will win and be watched for our may episode thank you very much once again that is respect.totesregal.com and i am the best dan bye damn it <laughs> Welcome to Just Recall, the podcast where we talk about a movie we can't remember very well at all. Uh, watch that <laughs> movie um, and then come back and talk about it again uh, now that we can remember it because we have just seen it. Wow. My name is Dan. This is Molly. I'm also Dan. And I'm Beth. And our movie this episode is Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Oh, yeah. Picked because... In theory, yes. Bill and Ted 3, <laughs> Hey, the Music's Back, is coming out in this month, August. But also, don't go to the theater to see it. Yeah. Stay at home and pay $20 to rent it, I guess. You're welcome, Universal? I have no idea. Probably. Not sure. I'm going to say Universal. Yeah. Seems right. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, thank You're welcome for the synergy that may or may not actually apply movie studio. <laughs> Um, Keanu, bless you. Bless you, Keanu. Uh, oh. mm-hmm. uh, other guy, I'm sorry, I can't remember your name. Alex Winters. Thank you. Okay, up until Great very job. recently, I believed that other guy to be Sean Penn. Whoa. But he's wow. not in that movie. That is a very no. different dynamic. Well, I think so you're fast maybe... Fast time, it's at Richmond Yeah, High. you're going to yeah. Spicoli conflation. Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen Oh, the Spicoli conflation. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. So I, I, I just thought it was... Keanu Reeves and Sean Penn hanging out. <laughs> I love that. I mean, that's pretty close. Should we? I definitely oh. saw this in theaters, and mm-hmm. I'm going to guess it was in 91. Okay. All right. It might have been, oh, it might have been 1990. It was either the end of 1990 or 1991. What are and you basing that I off know of? Okay. Is I was in high school at the time, and I had a best friend who is still my best friend. Oh, okay. okay. Aside from everyone on this uh, podcast. Okay. Wow. Okay. And... This thing happened where she went away to nerd camp. I didn't get in <laughs> well, that Well, we summer, would never do that did. to you. So. Thank yeah. you. And um, it was the governor's honors program. Ooh. And she wow. was away for six weeks. And during that time, she became best friends <gasps> with someone who also went to our school. Some who nerd? Who I didn't know very well. At well, the a camp? Well, a nerd. Yeah, at the camp. Oof. What the? And this person was delightful. 
But mm-hmm. I had had this dynamic of just me and my best friend yep. for years. Yep. Yeah. And all of a sudden, it's like the classic situation. It's very hard to make three best friends work yeah. at that age. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they don't sell those hearts in three pieces for yeah, a reason. Yeah, it's not called Bill yep. and Ted and Darren's Excellent Adventure. <laughs> yeah. It's so true. And, you know, I, there was no no slight to her. She's awesome. Uh, but I, hate her. I yeah. felt such yeah, well, a sense of rivalry. Yeah. Uh, and the reason <laughs> I think that's why the timing, and I'd be very embarrassed if I'm totally wrong, mm-hmm. which I could be, um, is Kelly and Marissa went to go see Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure together without wow. me. And they would joke about too. lines from the movie. Oh. And I hadn't seen it with them. And I had to go see it by myself or I don't know how I saw it just to be able to like catch up later. Um, But the line I remember the most is um, where, oh gosh, does Keanu play Bill or Ted? Great question. Oh, Jaquette's bet Ted. Okay. Oh yeah, maybe. Oh yeah. (laughs) Cause Keanu Reeves, this character says, Hey, remember when your mom's really hot something like that and said you remember when uh, oh no it's a stepmom your stepmom was really hot remember when you took her to prom and he goes on and on and then the refrain is shut up ted great so magic movie magic that's what i remember and there's also a phone booth yes but also uh uh, betrayal and uh heartbreak from your friends oh yeah. Oh, I saw. I thought you were saying that was mirrored in the movie. No. Well, maybe. I don't remember. Sold. But before we get any deeper into the movie, I would like oh, yeah. Beth to summarize the movie based on how movies work. Okay. I actually, this is a movie that I don't know a lot about um, because I didn't even know who was in it. But I do know <laughs> that it's, it's two guys. I'm assuming they're like high school friends. Okay. Um. I know that there's... Do you yeah, think there's, they're like best friends? Like really close? Yeah. And no one they're would ever like, come between them? Yeah, yes. like so close that if one of them went to camp and went to see a movie with someone else, it would be like <laughs> a stab in the back. Yeah, I do yeah. think Most that. non-triumphant. Um, <laughs> and I know that there is a phone booth. I thought there was a phone booth before, but it was confirmed because I found out yesterday that a friend of ours, friend of the show... Mm. Um, her dad designed the Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure video game awesome. and programmed wow. it. Yeah. So we were looking at the Wikipedia page and I saw on the front that they're in a phone booth and I was like, confirmed. So I'm guessing it's kind of like a <laughs> Doctor Who spinoff there where oh. they're traveling through time in the phone booth. Okay. And I think they like interact with historical figures. And it's funny because of that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Also, I think they get, they both kind of talk like surfers or something. Okay. <laughs> it's probably like, whoa. Solid bet. Can you, um, uh, can you take a guess as to why they are using a phone booth to interact with historical figures? Yeah. My guess is that it's an accident. Okay. Like they're out on their skateboards and one of them has to call their mom to like come pick them up. <laughs> And they pick up the phone, and it turns out that it's been turned into a time machine. <laughs> and they're like, I love Whoa! it. I love it. And then they go back in time. Yeah. For that so they just like, they're just in the right place at the right time and just happen yeah, to. Yeah, because I think yeah. they're kind of dummies. And so mm-hmm. it's funny that, like, like, we probably see the reason why it gets turned into a time machine. And it's sure. probably some, like, like, a bad guy did it. <laughs> or do you right? think maybe the real time traveler just, like, went to go pee? Or something. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, exactly. They're, they just stumble <laughs> into it. 
Um, Do you want to take a crack at the historical figures? Ooh, yes. Ooh, is it? Can I try? Yeah. Is yeah, we Benjamin should all. Benjamin Franklin. Okay. We should take a bet or just, yeah, write down the list. Uh, I should say this is one of my favorite movies that I okay. know it really well. Oh, so you're not allowed to play. Okay. I own it on a DVD, a dual DVD set of this Whoa. and Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. Nice. Which is a even wow. more wackadoo. Yes, movie. confirmed. Can confirm Bogus Journey more wackadoo. Yep. Uh, Napoleon Bonaparte. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, there's got to be like at least half a dozen people, right? I feel like there's like a. Ho- I feel like I remember them being like around a table together. So there must be like a pretty decent group. Oh, whoa! They're all in one timeline together. At some point, at least, I think they like gather them together or mm. something. Are there any lady historical figures? I think there's, there's at, least at least one. one. I mean, mm-hmm. right? Because we gotta have one for. I think there's only one. Right? Well, there's one historical figure, and then two other. People that are not historical but are from history, if that makes sense. Sure, they're not famous. Suffragists. Are you generally suffragists? General. Suffragists. Suffragettes. Yes, nice. my I'm guess. I'm going to say Joan of Arc is the one lady oh. from history. But they're really hot. It's my other guess. Suffragettes. And hot is suffragettes? there something? Yeah, hot suffragettes. And does stuff go down at the Seven Eleven? Something's K, amiss baby. At, the, at the Circle K. Strange things are afoot at the Circle K. Oh. That's the line. <laughs> Is that the line that your best friend would say all the time with the other friend? Probably. Yes. Oh, no. It was very hurtful. Would they also go, <laughs> 69, dude, and then play air guitar at each other? Because no. that's from this movie. Wow. <laughs> oh, so much. How much air guitar do we think there'll be? Ooh. So much. I'm going to say one dozen air guitars. Like different att- like different deliberate beginnings of air guitars? Does that... Okay. I yeah. also want to bet on this, but I want clarification on whether if they both air guitar at the same time, is that one or two Ooh, air great guitars? Question. Ooh. I'm going to say that's two. So okay. like a call and response oh, wow. is separate? They're like so it's, counted it's as actual... Individual. Not physical, but it the is air act, guitars. The act of gr- yeah. grasping this invisible guitar. Yeah, I'm going to say 30 then. Oh, wow. wow. I'm going to take a different, slightly different tack on that, and I'm going to guess there is a total of... Oh, there's no way we're going to be able to actually confirm this without trying way too hard, but I'm just going to take a wild guess that there's going to be a total of th- approximately three minutes... Of air guitar in. Wow. <laughs> if you cumulate, like, cumulatively through the movie. Sure. Yeah. If you did a super cut, it would be three minutes long. Yeah. Maybe yeah. there is one. I'll take a look. Uh, Please do. 69, dude. That's, I'm already excited. <laughs> I mean, I'm already excited after that. That's your bet. Your yep. bet, right, Beth? My bet. <laughs> oh. Very good. Um, We've done what do we before. have? We have Napoleon. We have... You've said Ben Frank and Napoleon, hot suffragettes, ben and Joan of Arc. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to guess Marie Antoinette is the female oh, character. Good, good guess. Or Cleopatra. That was the other person I was thinking of. Also but a good guess. But I think it's Marie Antoinette. There's got to be at least one Keep guy. Keep in mind, in a... I've never seen this movie, and I know nothing about it. <laughs> I, there's got to be at least one guy in a toga, right? Like, there has to oh, be. Yeah. Oh, Caesar. Sure. Because they'll make a pizza joke. Oh, yeah. I'll double date on that. Did you write that down? Uh, yeah, Caesar. Pizza. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Why there is a there's a, another famous actor in this movie that is their guide through time. Yes, correct. Okay. Oh. Do they meet like a guy who's like a time traveler? Yes. Now yes. they're friends. His name is Rufus. Yeah. Who do you oh think my God, plays it's like Rufus? Like a third person that comes oh. into their relationship. I have no idea. 
Can we? Can you give me some descriptors of like what he's like? Oh, uh, he's uh, primarily a stand-up comedian. Yeah. Oh, in real life? Yes. Yeah. Ben Stiller. <laughs> you know all that Ben Stiller stand-up that you've been watching. Right. <laughs> uh, he is. He's a. He's a big. He's a. He's a biggin. He's in quite the crass. World. Yeah, he's quite He's not crass. Andrew Dice Clay, is he? No, yeah, that'd be a very that different movie. Rodney Dangerfield. No, would support that. Um, how long do we play this game? Famously, um, <laughs> one of his bits is the seven words you can't say on television. Oh, George Carlin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Great. I'm excited about this. It's very like it's one of those things you're just kind of like, oh, there's George Carlin. <laughs> Was he in a lot of movies? Sure. Oh, okay. I mean, sometimes. Yeah, he'll pop up and stuff. I don't know. Mm. I feel like he right. popped up. He was a pop-up. He did some pop-ups. He's, He's a, a pop-up. Poppin'. Pop Honestly, he might have been like a star of some movie that we've just never seen because it was like a big deal for a couple of years when he was a big deal and then it just kind of fell into obscurity. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Tweet at us, Carlin Heads. Yeah. Car Heads. Car, car Heads. Carjackers. Cars. Mm, nope. Nope. <laughs> no. Okay. Well, that is the worst. <laughs> also, tweet us what you're called. Oh yeah. Um, I I want to go back to the year because I feel like because I think '91's too early because they uh, Bill and Ted are fully tying flannels around their waists. Oh man. Um, and you think I, that's too early? I think I'm, it's too okay. early to be in a movie to be doing it. Like people are definitely doing it, but I feel I like know. mainstream movie. I want to say ninety three. I don't think it's a lot early. But if this were if this was made in California by Californians, yeah, right? it's in SoCal. Yeah, San Dimas is their so high school. Like so like that. So that kind of like surfer shit probably was all over the West Coast by that point. Yeah, but the flannel tie-ins, uh, your Pacific Northwest. Yeah, but I'm saying that. But like Eddie Vedder was a surfer. Like it all was just like it all intertwined with each other. Well, I'm still saying 93. All right. I'm saying uh, 90. What did you say, Molly? (laughs) I said 90 or 91, probably 91, but I'm I'm real nervous because then what if this happened when I was in college? Like, how could your friend do that to you? Well, and also, why would they be going to nerd camp in college? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Was it not nerd camp at all? Was it graduate school and you just misremembered? Close of (laughs) minds. Did they enter the workforce together? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh you go to nerd camp? Yeah, nerd camp is just your I word for job. work. No, I'm paid to go be here. I need I to pay it. rent now. 92. It's kicked me out. Nerd. Okay, I'm using only context clues based yep. on this Wikipedia <laughs> article I looked at. And the game Beth. was made in 1989. Oh. Whoa. Wow. At wow. least that's what the article said, I believe. Also remember, I don't know anything about this movie, and I have a terrible memory. Okay, but also, like, let's just take a moment that you that just you just went off with Molly's best friend, Wikipedia.com. Yeah. And learned some <laughs> facts without her. Yeah. Um, so I just want to just, I want to acknowledge that. But, I mean, the difference was, like, I was like, hey, get in on this thing that we know. 1989 is when the video game was made. Okay. I feel like I was really... Like, Trying to like, hey, sure, th- just dig it deeper. Just dig okay. your, just dig the hole deeper. All right, I'll stop. I'm sorry, Molly. <laughs> so sorry. Wow. Yeah. So sorry. Okay. No, I see how this is. It's fine. Um. Oh, Dan's <laughs> bet. At least one of the two dudes have shitty parents. Yeah. Oh. Like their character is Bill or Ted. Shitty parents. Oh, that's gonna be Bill. Yeah. Yep. I think it's Ted. Molly's bet. 
It's Bill because shut up, Ted. So his That's my guess. Suck? I don't know. Sure. Oh. I think Ted's parents suck because they're trying to send him to military school. Oh. oh. If, he, if he fucks up one more time. Oh. Oh. Um, That's not cool. Yeah. It isn't cool. No. <laughs> not cool at all. Uh, I think it'll pass. I mean, I don't think it's going to pass the Bechtel Wallace. Yeah. We got our historical woman, mm-hmm. some hot suffragettes. <laughs> They might talk to each other about voting. Yeah, but they also might just talk to each other about Bill and Ted. Ooh, I'm, I'm going to say yes. I think yeah? the, I think the non-famous hot women, uh-huh. historical women, talk to each other. I see you're not yes. committing to hot suffragette. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> yeah. But that's, that's yeah. Maybe, um, yeah. I don't know. I'm saying yes. Is there, like, is there a villain in this movie? Is there, like, an evil time traveler or anything? Or is it just, like, hijinks? Um, I think the villain is time. They have to complete their task (laughs) before Uh, time runs out. That's profound. Oh, my goodness. Um, And a little bit their parents, but there's no, at least to my memory, there's no primary antagonist, Mm -hmm. unlike Bill and Ted's bogus journey. Right. Uh... (laughs) Which I'll talk about in the second half. Yes, we will. Yes, we will. <laughs> yeah. I think I, I remember that one more than this one. <laughs> it's got some wild parts. Yeah. Um, yeah. They, I remember really liking this, thinking this movie is really funny. There's a lot of physical comedy, which I am hopeful about because that holds up better than other kinds of comedy from the late 80s to early 90s. Oh, yeah. I mean, we're um, like, we're we are entering uh, dangerously homophobic territory. Yeah. Just in terms of the year it was made and the main uh, casting of the movie. Yeah. Oh, oh no. Now, Uh-oh. now I'm worried they do They do call each other the F word at some point. Jaquette's sad bat, bat <laughs> realization. Uh, they use a homophobic slur in this movie. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh. oh, I'm so bummed out. 1989 <laughs> through 1992, baby. Hey. Well, so then, what are, what are you thinking then, Dan? Like, how many air guitar BFFs do you think you're going to give it? <laughs> Am I going first? Yeah. Wow. Um, I was. You just I were was, like walking up to the line. Yeah, I mean, I was rolling in at five, and then I remembered uh, a slur mm-hmm. in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, think about that, teens. Internalize that lesson. Yeah. yeah. So I guess four and a half. Sure. <laughs> I think that's gonna take. <laughs> that's all it is. That's all it takes off as a half. Point. I think. I think I'm just gonna love this movie. Other yeah. than that, I mean, if it's uh, like a one and done situation, like hopefully there'll be enough other yeah, things in the movie like, to like. Oof. All right. Yeah. Well, but we'll see. I mean, if it's a constant stream, then it could be a real, a real bummer. Yeah. Um, and I'm. I own the, As I said, I own this on DVD, so I will be watching it that way. Wow. So wow. there's no chance that it's been edited, <laughs> right? Uh, to, to remove something like that. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I think I think four and a half. We're out of order, and I don't know who to prompt next. I don't now. either. I'm usually I'm sorry. I messed everything up. <laughs> usually, also Dan goes first. first. Yeah. yeah. So I guess I'll go second. Yes, and then I'll go third, and Molly can go last per usual. Per usual. Right. Okay. Yeah. There we go. We've. We've uh, we've fixed the timeline before it got too crazy. Yeah. yeah. Um, because if we had gone too out of order, George Carlin or the 
2020 stand-up comedian equivalent <laughs> might have shown up yeah. in a time machine and told us we have to save the future. Anyways, uh, I'm guessing this movie is... Yeah, I don't know. I've, I've not seen this movie you know, like, since I was a pretty young person. Um, but I do remember finding it amusing. But I'm also worried that it's just going to be like too much of a comedy about dudes from several decades ago and I just won't find enough of it endearing anymore. So I'm going to take a cowardly... What is it? I'm Air playing... BFFs. I'm pl- oh, so I'm in the worst situation, Molly. I have... There are three Air Guitar BFFs, which means two of them might pair off <laughs> and make the other one feel rejected. Yeah. Oh, I... I neglected to ask for clarification on the rating scale. <laughs> um, are these um, human friends who uh, bond through air guitar, or are they air guitars personified that are friends? Uh, air guitars that are personified Ooh, that are friends. Okay. I love that. Best it's like it's, it's like uh, it's like the it's like Inside Out, right? It's like there's this yes. hidden world of air guitars. <laughs> It's like all the air guitars that are ever going to exist mm-hmm. already exist, Whoa. and people just play them yeah. when they're ready. Oh, wow. 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 Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Are we high right now? Okay. Uh, three. <laughs> three. Oof, yeah. I'm going to talk my way through this. Okay. Because like I've said many times now, I've, I have don't know anything about this movie, but it sounds like... Maybe it's enjoyable. There's some fun things in it. But I think because of me not enjoying it when it came out, I, it's automatically going to be not as good mm. as, you know, when you like watch it, when everyone's like, you haven't seen this movie? And then you yeah. finally watch it and you're like, why does everyone like it? And you're like, oh, nostalgia. <laughs> they right. watched it when they were a child. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to say three and a half. Ooh. Air guitar. I'm gonna I'm gonna lean toward that. I'll I'll like it more than not like it. Um, which half of the air guitar? <laughs> um, the, the, the neck. Fret, the fret Just fingering. The neck. Okay. Oh yeah, my half is a air ukulele. <laughs> <laughs> so you're still using both hands. You just kind of yeah, scrunched it up. up here. Yeah, yep. Just scrunched up. Love it. <laughs> All right, Molly. I'm gonna give it a Scaredy Cat 2.5. Whoa. Whoa. Uh, air guitar BFFs Which half? and the half is is the frets. Okay. Yeah. No um, one's being bold and just going for the picking hand. So you're just kind of. <laughs> it looks a lot like a wank off motion, I suppose. So that makes sense. Like without context, it'd probably be like, "What are you doing? What are you doing?" Yeah. Although just doing the frets piece is kind of awkward. Yeah, too. but I, I mean, I guess as long as you give it like <laughs> good, like if you give it some like solid, I don't know, if you give it some like, <laughs> if you have it take up some space, you can kind of guess what's going on. And if you still make the noise, right? As long as you make yeah. a noise. The noise is really the key. But even then, they might just be like, are you like playing a little, yeah, I don't know, like yeah, a little like a keyboard, keyboard? Like a pocket something? keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, 2.5, Molly. Yeah. Yep. Great. Okay. And with that, we're going to press a button that pauses this recording. <laughs> uh, we're going to go watch Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, and we'll be right back. Um, um, uh, hey, listeners, we'll get back to the Totes Recall podcast in just a moment, but we have a little bit of business to discuss related to 
patreon.com slash totes recall, which is our Patreon Dot page, com. which you, the listener, can participate in. Mm. How? Uh, oh, Tell me more. Go to <laughs> patreon.com slash totes recall, and there are multiple tiers at which you can donate money to the podcast. Oh, like tiers of a cake? Uh, Yes, kind of. Like right? tiers Where, from like, my face? No, like... <laughs> <laughs> tiers okay, of a clown? So, for example, there's a tier, a level, if you will, a donation level, at which a patron can get a shout out oh. on the show. Oh, two of Has which, it, but nobody's probably done that. You know what? I've got two here for you right now. Wow, Whoa. that's right. We've got Leo. Leo, yeah. They have, they have patroned, patroned us. Is that a word? Patronized. Yes. Patronized. Probably. Is it patronized. Ooh, I don't know. Probably. They have been patronizing us for <laughs> some amount of time. That is more than zero. And we appreciate it. We appreciate you, Leo. Thank you so much for your continued patronage. We Yay. also have Jesse, David, Burroughs. Boom. Yeah. Boom. boom, boom, boom. You've been shouted out, Jesse, for being a patron. <laughs> yeah. we're, we're calling you out, Jesse. We're yeah. shouting you out right now on this, the podcast that is Toad's Recall, yeah. of which Me- there is a Patreon. What? Meet us in the alley. No, don't do that. Beat you no. up. No. What? See what? you outside, Jesse David Burr. No, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you guys, this is not going to help. <laughs> okay, this either Dummy. isn't going to help us sell more patron uh, donations or we'll get patron donations we don't want. Oh. oh. Like someone's going to be like, okay. hey, here's $5. Come at me. I have, <laughs> I have problems with my self-esteem. Oh, we have a new tier. Come at me, bro. Yeah, the, come at me bro the come at me, bro tier. If you want, want tier. to challenge us to a fight that we will not agree to, that uh, I don't know how, what amount of money you donate, but we'll think yeah. about it. It's a mystery amount. It's unknown. You have to figure it out. Okay, here we go. Donate whatever. Go to your insurance. Go to your health insurance. Figure out what your copay would be for a therapy session. And then instead of donating it to us, Go to therapy. Yeah. Stop yeah. trying to pick fights with people. You have unresolved issues. So the, the level is, come at me, bro. And then the description is, go to therapy. Don't give us money. Go to therapy. Yeah, there are none available for the tier. <laughs> anyway, uh, thank you to our patrons that we have shouted out. If you would like to get shouted out, uh, you can go to patreon.com slash totesrecall. And click on the correct tier, Yay. like a cake. Also, go to therapy. <laughs> and now back to the show. And we're back. We just watched one hour and 29 minutes of some... Toxic masculinity dumpster fire wow. or charming wow. trip down nostalgia lane. We'll find out. <laughs> that is wow. a very opinionated intro to the second half. Yeah. I know I try to keep my editorial light, but I mean, can we do it again? Okay, we just watched. <laughs> no, it's too late. No, no you said it out loud how you <laughs> feel about this yeah. movie, yeah. and time now it's and locked. <laughs> Sam Davis in. keeps moving <laughs> forward. You gotta wind your watch. Yeah. Uh, but before we unpack that, um, we have uh, uh, just a just a award winning segment. Oh right. <laughs> called six. Which award segment, has six, it won? 
the the hashies. I want a yeah. hashie. Yep. Okay. Uh, sixty second summary hashtag six six sum. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Where we summarize the movie in sixty seconds. Yep. And who's gonna do it? I mean, I'll do it, but I think I'll be mad about it. I mean. <laughs> No, I mean, wait, That's... let me redo. I would love to do the 60-second six, summary. Okay. Okay. Just, <laughs> okay. just, just because what? the movie says that you can redo things and it doesn't matter what you did before. <laughs> All right, are you ready? I'm ready. Go. Bill and Ted are best friends. They are starting a band together. They are uncertain of their future. They're about to flunk history. If they flunk history, then Ted is going to be sent to a military school in Alaska. So they will try to learn history by asking random strangers for facts. And then a phone booth uh, descends in front of the Circle K. And George Carlin offers them up the gift of time travel, which they use to gather up a surprising number of historical figures and present a historical uh, presentation at the end of the movie. And they pass history and they form a band. And also there's some really weird stuff with like, they basically win a couple of princesses, which is sad. And they become part of the band and the band becomes extremely influential. And Napoleon Enjoys a water slide. Time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah, right? No. Yeah. That's, I mean, yeah. I left out some of the family dynamics. You but got the I think summary. That's, that's the summary. Yeah, that's pretty summary. much what happened. That's, it's it. locked in. Six yeah. sec. Nailed it. Um, Honestly, I was uh, impressed that you were able to stretch it out to 60s. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's not much there. Yeah. It's a pretty thin abstract on this one. <laughs> Um, Beth, also, you made some some bullet point bets oh, yeah. as someone who has not seen this movie. Yeah. And you did? Great. <laughs> There's I? two guys. They're yep, high school friends. Mm-hmm. Crushed it. There's a phone booth. Crushed yep. it. There's time travel. Crushed yep. it. Uh, you, they interact with historical figures. Mm-hmm. Super There's surfer it. talk. Mm-hmm. And then the only one you didn't nail is that they accidentally fell into the phone booth. Mm. No, I didn't realize that they... Um, that an entire religion was based off of them in <laughs> society. Yeah. Um, and that it really wasn't accidental at all. No. It was no. totally on purpose that Very those two idiots <laughs> were, in, were the, uh, are the basis of our future. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, at least it seems like a nice future. Yeah. It's very, I, mean, I mean, they're excellent to each other. That's the m- central thesis of the future is to and just they can be talk to future. household pets apparently yeah yeah and the planets are aligned which yeah. that seems like dangerous yeah <laughs> i don't know what repercussions changing the orbit of planets has unless they're seems. like all unless they've like all been sort of like interconnected into some sort of like superstructure dyson sphere style thing yeah right where they've all just sort of been incorporated into one larger superstructure then i guess it's fine I mean, it seems like it's going fine, although maybe they live in caves underground. Maybe. Hey, uh, George Carlin never said that they solved climate change with their music. There were no windows windows in the future. Yeah. So we'll never know. Nope. Well, I mean, the acoustics down there are probably great. Mm -hmm. What I find so interesting about the plot of this movie um, that includes time travel is oftentimes plots get weighed down. Mm-hmm. What is it generous to say plot? I think mm-hmm. it's generous as well. But 
movies get weighed down by the time travel element. And yeah. in this case, there was no worries about messing up the space-time continuum nope. or affecting things poorly. Um, and yet time travel was also used as a um, plot device to just solve all of their problems. Yeah. Yeah. So really they just took the best of time travel <laughs> and yeah. ignored the stuff that wasn't helpful and and came up with this. And I don't know. I think part of my bias, I'll just go ahead and say, I did some Wikipediaing. And, um, Wait, is this the beloved segment? <laughs> Molly reads oh, Wikipedia? Wow. Just jumping right into it? Yeah, it's early. We watch a movie. We're having a good time. Molly gets bored, so she looks at her phone. There's no text or email, so she opens Wikipedia and learns about the movie that we're watching. Uh, quick reminder, uh, right, if everybody that listens to the podcast donates $3, we will uh, cease this segment or only do this segment, right. depending on how the votes pan out, your $3 donation is yes. a vote. But it has to be everyone. As we everyone. Every single and we'll know. person. We'll know when we we'll hit know. everyone. Oh, we'll yeah. know. Yeah. I have mm-hmm. access to our stats. Ooh. Yeah. So. Your move, listeners. (laughs) (laughs) Step up. All right, Molly. And honestly, we're just one listener away. Yeah, it could be. From making a decision. Whoa. If you haven't done it, it's you. Yeah, we won't tell you. (laughs) And don't talk Uh, to each other. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Molly, what did you learn from Wikipedia? So the two people who wrote the screenplay... Mm based it on a stand-up routine they did in college in 1987. Huh. All right. And that stand-up routine went a little something like this. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, whoa, whoa. What if you needed to do a history report and you only had a couple hours to do it, but then, uh, uh, I don't know, George Carlin, hey, we've all seen him on TV. Uh, He's just schmuck. What if he gave us a time machine and we just got all of our historical reference yeah, from... Yeah, and then women are shopping, right? Yeah, women are Even shopping. In the past. Oh, what if Napoleon shop. came to our town in California? He'd be like, what's a water slide? I'm French and I'm short. Yeah, can you imagine Beethoven on an electric piano? He'd be like... Hey, you guys ever think about Joan of Arc? I haven't, but she's there too. Anyway, what's the deal with women shopping all the time? Anyway, that's my time. Be excellent to each other. Party on. Yeah. Also, I'm silencing all the women who are trying to be in this open mic. It's 1988. You're welcome. That's how it. Um, yeah. Sorry, 1987. 1987, yeah. Um, I do want to say though um, that that it's that it's light dealing with. Uh, time travel was one of the things I liked about it the most. It's mm. it it has problems, but it's such a a joyful movie. Yeah, it's like joyfully like, dealing with the existential. Oh, let's just yeah. let's just yeah. keep having this fun movie. We don't need to get bogged down by this shit. Yeah, I like that they almost use it like magic. Like yeah. they're like, oh, garbage can. Garbage <laughs> 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 can. Yeah, Remember the garbage the can. I love so that silly. was the best one because like at f- like the first 
the keys, you're like, okay, that actually tracks. Like you could, they could easily just be like, all right, we dropped off Billy the Kid. Now let's go steal your dad's keys and put them behind the sign. But then it just gets more and more elaborate. Where it's like, okay, we break into the police station when it's closed down and we suspend a garbage can right where my dad is going to stand. <laughs> yeah. And then I guess somehow time it okay we light a candle we light a candle that will burn (laughs) through the rope suspending (laughs) the garbage can at this exact moment yeah whoa whoa right on Um, hey we're passing physics right dude (laughs) (laughs) yeah amazing yeah um so they were two stand-ups that wrote it i don't know if you were if there was more to that fun fact. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, originally, instead of Napoleon, their big idea was that it would bring Hitler back. Okay, uh, and? To help um, with the presentation? Yeah, instead of Napoleon, they recast it as um, Napoleon in a future script rewrite. Oh, Apparently, sure. the original script was even more... Hitler? Well, to Hitler? Molly Chase's eyes, objectionable. <laughs> And they kind of, I wouldn't say watered it down, but they made it uh, a little bit more palatable to a wider audience. Yeah, I, I would don't say, know, guys. I would say Napoleon's slightly more tolerable than Hitler. Yes, <laughs> yeah. absolutely. And I mean, Napoleon is sort of charming because you know he would be like not the nicest person. Right. They made him yeah. very competitive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, no, he, he sucks, but in a fun way. Yeah. <laughs> He's a dick, as little brother Deacon says. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was it uh, dickweed? What was the insult? Um, they call well, him a dick. Evil. Deacon they calls call him a dick. soldier a medieval, a medieval dickweed. Ah, uh, medieval dickweed. Which really made me yes. laugh. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, we uh, we did get, we put, <clears throat> reset. Okay. Uh, Go on, the, get in the phone booth, dude. <laughs> <laughs> on Discord, we put out a call for anybody who has questions or comments, um, and we got one for this. Um, so Karzan asked um, essentially what our predictions were for Back to the Future 3 and if Keanu was the, a great actor or the greatest actor. Back, Back to the Future 3? Oh. Get back in the phone booth. B and T, I'm just... Throw me um, off. Sure, sure. Bill and Ted's future. I mean, yeah, that one also. Oh I don't know that I can predict <laughs> what Bill and Ted's future movie is going to be like, not knowing what happens in Bogus well, Bill episode. Okay, I mean, well, we can do a quick sidebar <laughs> at Bogus Journey. Yeah, should okay, we do a, a quick sidebar? Everybody, get it. Oh, come over here. Yeah, okay. okay. <laughs> so we're doing a quick sidebar. Bogus journey. Bogus journey has. Should we a just much go more robust plot? Do you yeah, well, try and do a sixty-second summary of Bogus Journey? Yes, please. Okay. Yeah, it's so bananas. Like I. Okay, are you ready? Yeah. Oh, okay. Do you want to tag? Do you want to tag team? This is having not seen it recently, wanna... right? Yeah. No. I okay. looked at the cover because I have a two. Oh, disc. right, because you have two DVD. <laughs> no big deal. That's as, that's as much as I got. You can tag me in if you feel like you're getting stressed out. Okay, we'll do. All right. Uh, also, if you're feeling stressed out, I can also predict what it is based off of how movies work. Great. Nice. Great. Okay. Mm-hmm. Ready? Yeah. Time. Go. Okay. So I think we pick up pretty close to after one. It, they're still teens. They have a band, but they still suck. Um, and then pretty soon, um, someone from the future, a bad person, sends back 
robot versions of Bill and Ted, and Correct. the robots kill Bill and Ted. Correct. They die and go to hell. Correct. Oh and are tortured by things in hell, and it's insane. Like there's yeah. a, like military dad. Yeah. And like an ant that wants to kiss Bill on the cheek or something. Thirty like seconds. That. Uh, one of them gets chased by a creepy Easter bunny. Yeah, through like their childhood home. <laughs> and it's got like real early '90s camera angles that make you feel like you're on drugs. Yeah, it does. <laughs> um, they, but the best part about that is that they escape hell by challenging death to a series of like family board games, like Connect Four uh-huh. and um, the one where you put your hands on dots. <laughs> What? Twister? Yeah. Uh, and okay. and so they so then they get to go to heaven. Okay, where, it's already been sixty seconds, but oh, I'm enjoying this too much. So okay, keep okay. going. I'll just I'll try to go fast. Uh they go to heaven, um, where there's creatures from all over the universe. Can I find the can best I stop you for one second? Yeah. At which do they go to heaven before or after they uh uh whip death in the nads? Oh, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> but probably after. I mean, they bring death to heaven. And oh, he's yeah. Like, he's like a real curmudgeonly Yeah, he is. Goof. He's been working for a long time. Oh, no. They definitely do it beforehand because I'm pretty sure at one point he, like, excuses the distraction to God by being like, they, you know, whatever. It's, they have, like, a weird word for, like, this trick where they trick you into getting whipped in the nest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so they sneak into heaven. Death is yeah. dressed up like an old lady, I believe. Um and they have to find the greatest mechanic in there to make good robot, good robot usses, as they call them. And they to find stop some, the bad robots. Yeah, to stop uh-huh. the bad robot usses. Yep. And then they have to win the battle of the bands is the end goal um, to get prize money to make their band successful. Whatever. Right. <laughs> um, but they find the greatest uh, engineer, or whatever, who is an alien. I think his name is Station. That sounds right. Yep. And he's got a very pronounced butt. And at one point, he splits himself in half, and then his two little, like, goblin creatures uh-huh. with pronounced buttocks <laughs> and makes good robot versions from junk in modern-day San Dimas. Sure. And then Would I you think say the, we're halfway through at this point? <laughs> no, I mean, that's, I think, those are the high, those, that's those the are the good high point. points. I sure. think the robots, like, beat the bad. The good robots beat the bad robots, um, yeah. and then they win Battle of the Bands. Um, but yeah, yeah, the parts with death and in hell are the real choice moments. Yeah, and then at some point, like an older Bill and Ted show up and play good music and also have their infant children with them. Mm. And that is probably what that the the next movie is about. All right, that was about three minutes, by the way. Just <laughs> just so you know, it's a jam packed movie. Yeah. All right, so that's your setup. What's three about? Go. Well, isn't it called Face the Music? Yeah. Yes. So maybe it's like they're good at music now, and so now they have to use their music talents to take on things that they need to face because they're old now. I think, I'm pretty sure, I saw the trailer, or at least I think I did. No, I did. There's definitely a line in the trailer where they're like, you guys still haven't written the music that like saves the universe and now you're old and they're like mad at them. Like the people in the future are mad at Bill and Ted for still being bad <laughs> or something. But wouldn't they know when they write the music? <laughs> I mean... It's funny. It's like such a flip of what the usual thing, right? Is that super fans love the early music and can't stand the later stuff yeah. that all the people sort of glom on to. Right. Yeah. Okay, so my... 
my guess for the third movie mm-hmm. is um, it's just a really like slow, introspective meditation on what it is to age. God, I hope so. <laughs> it's just I'm them not sitting in lawn chairs I'm talking not even to joking. each other, yes. reflecting <laughs> on their life. Absolutely. Yeah, how they wasted their time. And I would old. absolutely yeah. watch that. And then Keanu Reeves and Alex Winters are just like, I guess we should travel through time, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's like the last 10 minutes of the movie. Yeah. Maybe their kids travel through time while they're having Ooh, maybe. a conversation. Yes. Yeah. And like like every time they try to the put two. down a drink, like their table has been moved out from under them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love it. Yeah. Um, and then some comedy person is probably there to replace George Carlin. So we'll see what Hollywood decided the 2020 George Carlin is. Yeah. I guess. I mean, it's such an interesting question. I can't think of who that is. I don't think there's a correct answer. Uh, I guess like Patton we'll Oswalt. Sure. I mean, what like in what sense? Right. Are you trying to align it? Is it the vibe? Is it the the prominence in popular culture? I mean, it's not like he was playing like a George Carlin esque character as Rufus. You know what I mean? Like if you yeah. were playing himself, Rufus would have come out of the phone booth like, "Hey, you knuckleheads, you getting a fucking time crap time machine or what? <laughs> Shit, piss! Ah, uh, fucking! <laughs> you tell me that you're gonna go." It res- expect the government to do anything for you. No, I sound like Eddie Pepitone. Anyway. <laughs> Maybe he's the George Carlin. I, I honestly, if Eddie is in this movie, I would love it. Yeah, I would love to great. see, I would love to see Eddie in like a silver lame jumpsuit yelling at <laughs> old Keanu Those Reeves. sunglasses. Yeah. Yep. That's great. And then, so that's three. We nailed it. Um, and then yeah, also. Welcome, <laughs> Discord user. Yeah. Is Keanu uh, a great actor or the greatest actor? Oh, that I, was the follow-up <laughs> question? Yeah, that's the follow-up. Okay. Um, he's amazing in this movie. He's very good in this movie. So charming. And he's, yeah. I mean, he's probably playing himself, I assume. Yeah. At that he's, point he in his life. He was 25 when he oh, made it. He was 25? Yeah, he looks so one? young. Or, I don't know. It's, it's the first big movie, I think. Mm. Um, he was, I think it was his first like, lead role of his. Yeah. Right? At yeah. Least. He is so charming and so good at being a Just dumb, a dope. A dumb, dumb. He's such yeah. a so is Alex dope. Winter, but yeah. Keanu is like really, he's perfect. He's perfect. He's like, <laughs> they're, I feel like they're like, like Keanu is a little more like a dopey retriever, right? Yeah. Like, they're both kind of joyful dopes, but Keanu's just got this extra layer that just makes him sort of like, yeah, just like this dopey golden retriever, just sort of like stumbling through life. Yeah. And I, I really I really appreciate how, like, they're just friends the whole time. Mm-hmm. Like, there's never some big moment where they, like, fight with each other and then oh, they have right. to go make up for it. Like, they're just in it together the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> Two peas in a pod, being dumb as shit. <laughs> But yeah. also like charming, and then I mean that would require them to like flesh out the screenplay a little more, right? Yeah, if they were to have that conflict. No, it's just simple. I <laughs> mean, they have their moment of acting where they think Ted's dead. Sure. Um, you killed my friend. You medieval dickweed. You medieval dickweed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's good. It's good stuff. I think Keanu. Spe- <laughs> okay, just to, to answer for the Keanu actor question, like I do feel like he has. I think he has aged like a fine wine, right? Like he has definitely like hit this new like uh, high point in his career where it's like he's still just kind of Keanuing around, but oh, like yeah. there's just this like extra layer of something now 
I don't know what it is. I don't really yeah. know how to describe it. He's, he's definitely great. not. Yeah, he's definitely not good at acting. Um, In like the conventional sense, like but he's, he's not disappearing into roles. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he's co- he's just. I find him so compelling to watch. Yeah, which yeah, is he seems like he puts off good vibes. Mm-hmm. Like you're like, oh, like, yeah, he, he does seem like positive. <laughs> I don't know. Positivity. Yeah. He's just. Well, a, what was the recent movie where he played himself? Uh, the Always Be My Maybe. Always Be yep. My Maybe. Oh, man. Great. That was so brilliant. Watching him parody what people think Keanu Reeves would be, mm-hmm. which is yeah. like, I guess, your idea of Keanu Reeves, but turned up to like an 11. Yeah. He, yeah. The reveal on that is pretty good, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's right, because you're not expecting it. Yeah. yeah Which go would make it a reveal. Uh, <laughs> that movie. Netflix.com, so, you're welcome. Spoiler alert if you're going to watch the movie for that oh, reason. <laughs> whatever. Well, it's been out for a while. I feel like yeah. it became pretty common knowledge of, like, check out this Keanu scene in this movie, right? Yeah. You got memed by the teens pretty hard. You good job, teens. <laughs> I'm also... Good. let's. Uh, just speaking of memes and teens, like I also really want to sh- give a shout out to the meme teens out there for moving to for finding the joy that we see in uh, Keanu aging into his uh, Hollywood l- career by moving past the sad Keanu meme, right? Oh, yeah. Like now we've expanded that into a much more robust Keanu contains multitudes. Mm-hmm. meme we've got the keanu dancing in the you know or like the dramatic entrance keanu we've got the john wick keanu just kind of like you know doing whatever <laughs> yeah <laughs> just like nodding grimly so yeah That's greatest true. actor probably yeah yeah i'm gonna say put me down for greatest okay yeah. and one of the things that really lit up this movie for me when oh is this the time I should mention I have never seen this movie? Seems like a good time, yeah. <laughs> yeah, might as well. <laughs> Did we, we didn't know that before, right? This is a reveal. Well, yeah, it's wait, a reveal. Wait, I thought I thought you had to watch it so you knew what the inside jokes were. Listen, about. Oh yeah. Here's, oh, yeah. <laughs> here's the painful truth. I'm so used to being wrong about movies that mm-hmm. that's fine, but I was also wrong about my actual life. Which is disturbing. So here's what I was thinking about it during the movie okay, when I was please. realizing I've never seen this before. <laughs> First of all, it happened in 1989 when mm-hmm. I was a freshman. Mm-hmm. So that blows nerd camp right out of the water. Oh. Oh, wow. Yeah. You're not even eligible until sophomore, junior year. No nerd freshes. So, nope. yeah. So there's no fresh no, none of that. Here's what I think must have happened. I think I never saw the movie, mm-hmm. but new friend had. And mm-hmm. so they made the comments to each other. Starting just, in 1990, 1991. Mm, okay. But based off of a movie that came out in 1989 that I did not see. And I guess I meant to see, but I sure. just never got it from Blockbuster. Like, I don't know. <laughs> so do you think that they, do you think that like now this revised history that we're coming to, do you think what happened is that they met at Nerd Camp and then bonded over having seen this movie <laughs> the year before or a couple years before? I, I'm not sure it took that center stage in their friendship, but... Um, Here's a hypothetical I'm going to present to you. They're at nerd camp, right? Mm-hmm. They're doing, I don't know, some kind of nerd thing that involves numbers. <laughs> the answer they get is 69. <laughs> and they both happen to look at each other and go, 69, dudes! And then they're <laughs> delighted that someone else understands. 
And then the memories, the warm memories of one Molly Chase back home mm-hmm. are washed away mm-hmm. with yep. this shiny new friend who's yeah. seen Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Just like yeah. a Polaroid, a family Polaroid. What? <laughs> and uh, back, to the, back to the Future. Oh. There's a hot mom. God, this movie's got a lot in common with Back to the Future. Starts with blowing out an amp. Has time control. Yep. yep. Sexy mom. Yep. Whoa. That's that's a movie. Yeah, that is a movie. <laughs> that's a movie. Has uh, sexual assault. Briefly. Attempted sexual the assault. Attempted sexual right? assault. In both what are you cases. thinking about? Uh, Genghis Khan. Oh, yeah. But yeah. hey, oh, yeah. at least Bill and Ted came in at the right time. Fair. Actually, Kit, I know it's too soon. It's way too soon for MVPs. Mm. But it made me think of my MVP, which is the woman who played um, the person that Genghis Khan sort of sexily mauls. Yeah. I guess is like I mean, the best he, he gets bored with eating yeah. yeah, and moves on to the other thing he does besides killing. Exactly. Like it was honestly like, from my surface level understanding of the man, like probably a pretty <laughs> accurate portrayal. What you don't understand is this movie is a history lesson. Right. And yeah. when you watch this, you're supposed to learn something. But yeah, he basically, he yeah, basically got tired of eating. Plus. He got tired of eating and then grabbed the woman that was giving him the food in the first place. Well, the woman who was giving him the food mm-hmm. was a tremendous actor. Okay. Like really committed hard to the idea of being like both kind of surprised and a little horrified in right. the moment and then honestly awestruck by Bill and Ted showing up. Like yeah. like her <laughs> yeah. acting actually made everything around it seem a little worse. I'm surprised they didn't get her to tone it down. Yeah. Yeah, um, no, it really plays across her face. I agree. Yeah, she yeah. was great. She was terrific. Great. I'm, I so. hope she enjoyed her per diem. <laughs> <laughs> she probably just got to eat that turkey $50. leg that was there in front of her. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Genghis Khan, Pawn. Genghis Khan really bummed me out this watch. Um, okay. As a child, I was all about him because he jumps on the trampoline, the same trampoline I had, brown, Ooh. the brown edged, mm-hmm. personal sized trampoline. Oh, yeah, I had, I had one, one of those too. Room. Yeah, I had one of those too. Um, and he's a total badass. Not in my room, though. With his bat and whatever. But this watch, I was like, oh, here's. Here's our one Asian character who's right. just like a, a beastly animal. Yeah. When who he like bites does, that bat, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. And yeah, does like not cool martial arts We've moves. Made him a subhuman. Right. Yeah. Bummer movie. <laughs> Indeed. Um, well, so. you were probably really pleased, though, with the way they depicted women. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't like a forward thinking film. No. <laughs> right. No. I mean, Joan of Arc. Uh, was fine, except that she was nothing. Yeah. She was the only one that I recognized. That was Jane Weedlin, who is in the Go-Go's. Yeah. Oh. Um, but I didn't recognize anybody else. Mm-mm. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. She did She did a great job. I, I think what was so hard for me is that they clearly had no ideas about women. <laughs> yeah. Or like, like at what all. to do with her. Like what to do with them. And yeah. so like they have her like to show her leadership, I guess, they have her take over an aerobics class. Right. Like teaching of an aerobics class and it right. just like cuz that's what Joan of Arc would be doing in the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> it was a real it was like a real city slickers understanding of yeah. women. What are they like? Oh, it totally was. Aerobics, right? That's yeah. What they and all then do. like and, and then shopping? the princesses will just love to go shopping which i guess to be fair if we're talking about just like the like sheltered aristocracy 
of royal England, like that would probably be true because they're not taught anything else. It's more class. Uh, yeah. Satire. But to be fair, they get to be in the band at the end. Yeah, that's true. So, and they are still in the band in Bogus Journey. So, do we believe Bill and Ted when they say they searched all over England for these ladies? No, I I believe they did as good a job as they do at anything. Yeah, I believe (laughs) that they right. I believe that they tried and got distracted. uh, Yeah, like put the amount of effort that they were capable of. Yeah. And then yeah, as uh, yeah, as you alluded to, Molly, they it's it's pretty blatant that they are one as a prize at the like end. Like literally, their uh, magical guide through time just shows up with them at the end. You of the succeeded movie. Then, on the quest. Yeah, and exactly. then they both women step at the same time and yep. kiss them at the same time. Yeah, like. An animation or something. It is like a video game. And it's like worse because then he's like, hold on, I also have a guitar for each of you. So it's like they're like really just... Here are the two Prize number one, women. Prize number two, guitar. Guitar. Yeah. Uh, And then, yeah, quickly more about Joan of Arc. They... there's only so they get the one woman in history, mm-hmm. which maybe is a blistering satire of our uh, historical education and how we only focus on yeah, the men who did history. But that's yeah. definitely what they did. Um, but then, definitely the only possible interpretation. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but then they also like stratify her into the camp of uh, historical figures that don't speak English. Because mm-hmm. like there's those two kinds, right? There's the people that can help them by speaking, uh, yeah. Billy the Kid, and then. Sigmund Freud, um, Abe Lincoln, Abe Lincoln, right, mm-hmm. and and then the other people who are just funny characters like Socrates, yeah, uh, who fucking crushes. He does crush it. <laughs> Can we talk about that He's for a second? Like yeah. the guy who plays Socrates, like he, I did enjoy the fact that like he is just like all about it. Like he is just down. He is having on, a good time. Yeah, he's yeah. like he's down for this ride. Whatever's happening, uh, he's just like apparently bonds with Billy the Kid. Probably yeah, from that it, game like, of catch they have in the background. Because <laughs> <laughs> as we all know from the way movies work, that's the way men bond. I Is loved it? that so much. <laughs> yeah. I love that they were just like doing their own scene in the back. I love how they had to <laughs> set that up though. Like I love that they like had a scene in ancient Greece where Billy the Kid is just like tossing a football up and down. Just so yep. we establish like Billy the Kid. There is been, a football. He has been given a football yep. and he's enjoying it. No, there's there's some good filmmaking that's happening here. Mm-hmm. Like they set up the football, they set up the keys really early, which come back. Yes, it's just like it's just cinematography. I mean, what I'm hearing is this is a solid screenplay that didn't require any further rewrites. I just I don't know why Beth hasn't seen it already, since I'm sure it's on the AFI. <laughs> yeah, it was actually it didn't make it. It's 101. Oh, <laughs> sure. That makes just sense. missed it. Yeah. Um, I was going to say about Dan, the... Dan, did you um, also just miss it? Yep, okay. I did, because I've <laughs> just, also seen just all checking. 100 AFI's <laughs> best <laughs> movies. Wow, well, I did it first. Um, <laughs> so, there's What I was going to say, is, as the, the resident German, Hollywood German expert, oh, yes, please. <laughs> yes. Please. Yes. I thought it was very funny, because um, the Sigmund Freud like character speaks German slightly but like 
kind of like more is like an actor who has done a German accent. <laughs> like, and then he's like, he's like th- sprinkles in some words, but they don't really ever make sense. Mm-hmm. But the character who plays Beethoven is actually speaking German the whole time. Oh. Like, so it was just funny to see like two different actors, like one actually speaking that language and the other one not really trying. <laughs> it's pretty yeah. great. And which is this movie more like? <laughs> oh, um, I see what Fruit? you're saying. I also yes. understand. Fruit, dude. I mean, okay. they, everybody was committed, fully committed. Speaking to of fruit, though, I really appreciate that, whether it was in the script or whoever directed it, or if it was just an on-the-fly thing when they filmed at that mall, giving him that massive corn dog when he walked in the scene was a stroke <laughs> of genius. Yeah, yeah, it was great. So good. I And I also thought it was funny... Like he kind of like tilts it in a way yep. that looks yep. like it's yep. going a little limp, I guess. Yeah, the real plates. I mean, it's a history lesson of a film. Uh, Lincoln also has a throwaway line about how he's a lawyer. Mm-hmm. It's true. Historically true. I love he's a lawyer. Also, okay, yeah. I was just gonna say the guy who like plays Lincoln is doing like the most Lincoln voice I've ever heard. Yeah, it's excellent. Even though, okay. yes, Molly. Sorry. He delivers one of the two lines that made me laugh oh, in right. this movie. And it was four score and seven minutes ago. Okay. <laughs> and it doesn't make any sense, nope. but it cracked my shit up. What was, was the first really thing nice. that made you laugh? Because that's like right uh, at the end of the movie. Yeah, yeah no, it is. Um, the <laughs> the um, part where they're dressed as knights and mm-hmm. they start doing Star Wars stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, I don't know. I think it's because it actually seemed like joyful and jubilant and like they were just dumb making it up. I mean, you know, yeah. Just Golden Retriever time. men. Yeah. Yep. I'm Darth Ted. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Luke Bill. <laughs> so dumb. So dumb. I love really it. really dumb. I, I really still connected with the mispronunciation and emphasizing of all the names. Like, so crates is still, to this day, how I say Socrates. And it uh, makes me laugh to do it. Beef Oven was really good. Yeah. That one got that one got my wife really, uh, really good. She was very entertained by <laughs> Beef Oven. Yeah. I mean, and that's also how you know Bill and Ted have grown. It's because in the end, when they yeah. introduce yeah. Uh, Socrates, they actually say his name. So there yeah. was a character arc. They after actually all. learned something. Case closed, Molly. Case great film. Closed, great film. <laughs> 101st oh, no, movie. <laughs> Undermine my own case. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Um, to make your case, Molly, uh, as predicted, there is a homophobic slur in this movie. Yes. Yeah. It's a real bummer. It's 1989. And it's such a like throwaway, uh, oh, hey, it's, it's a very throwaway, just like, here is men's perception of the world. Like, you know, it gets literally just like, oh, my best friend isn't dead. We hug. And then it's like, oh, no. Yeah. Like, that's literally Eric. the entire sequence is like, oh, no, we've shown some level of intimacy with each other. It's just, yeah, it's a very just like not 2020 lens of manhood <laughs> and yeah, still yeah. a mid lens of manhood for a lot of people. But like, it's just like such a, the fact that it's not even like the fact that it's such a throwaway just sort of speaks to the time that it was made. You know what I mean? Like, it's not even yeah. like they make a big joke out of it. Like, it's literally a throwaway line. Yeah. Yeah. 
They could have just thrown it away. Am I right? You are right. You are right. You, you are are right. could have. <laughs> I honestly like if they had uh, cut that but thrown Hitler back in, I would have been fine with it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> now, do you want a bonus Hitler or do you want to replace someone? Who are you going to cut? Ghostbusters. When you got a Hitler. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no. What's ow, ow. Just shut um, it down. <laughs> no, I don't know. Like, uh, okay, may, I don't, no, I don't know. I think it bonus Hitler. Just throw him in there for like a few minutes, <laughs> right? Hitler. Yeah. I don't know. Like, okay, how about this? No. <laughs> they, they grab Hitler. <laughs> they made the right decision. They grab Hitler. Hitler. Hold on. The they grab Hitler. They bring him to the presentation at the high school, and then everybody just boos. And then he runs <laughs> outside crying. <laughs> yeah, that'll get him. <laughs> yeah, he runs outside crying and then gets, I don't know, hit by a bus. Yeah. How's that? I'll take it. All right. <laughs> I'll take that part of it. <laughs> I just don't believe that Bill and Ted returned all of those historical figures to the right place. <laughs> They're all in different locations now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like they got close. Like they, I, I, I will give them credit that they at least got close. <laughs> like maybe, <laughs> like maybe Socrates is in like the Roman Empire. So it's like, <laughs> I think they just took them all to Epcot and dropped Ooh. them off. Sure, <laughs> sure. Good idea. Maybe there that'll be a couple references to Disney. I think. I don't Were remember. There? You know what? I'm going to walk that back because okay. I don't remember. I mean, there's <laughs> a reference to like Star Wars owned by yeah. Disney Corp. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, they do. They say it looks like Frontierland. Oh, yes, yeah. that was it. There we go. That was it. Thank there you. You can oh. get shot here, Ted. Yeah. Old yeah. West is great. That was, yeah, the Old West scene was great because it was like, it was literally Bill, Ted, Billy the Kid, and then an entire saloon full of MVPs. Like, they were all terrific. Just like, literally, they're just like, okay, we need every every guy with like kind of a rumpled beard (laughs) on the lot today to get in some cowboy gear and just start brawling with each other. I have a question that Please. needs answering. Okay. Okay. So this is all of this movie revolves around the idea that they have to give this presentation for their history class for their final project, right? Yes, correct. And in the audience to wa- well, first of all, there's an audience to watch this presentation. It's in front of maybe like the entire class, like the graduating class. Yeah. Or I mean, whole high school if it's a small smaller school. There's, they established that there are three teachers there, so it's at least three teachers' classes. Yeah. But I still don't know if that <laughs> would fill that entire auditorium. So had those students sat through a presentation for every single like person in that, cr- yeah. in that crowd? Great question. Like they have been there forever, and then they watch maybe the longest presentation of that had to have been at least ninety minutes, right? Yeah, and then they give like a standing ovation at the end, and I'm like, no, that is (laughs) this is the most far fetched part of this movie. But Beth, they (laughs) got pudding cans to tie them over. That's what they were so like. They needed some food because they were so tired from watching all that presentations, Mm -hmm. all those presentations. I just felt like that it didn't make, and also the teacher. The teacher was like, hey, you need to get an A-plus on this test to pass <laughs> Tomorrow. the class. I'm like, hey, give them a little bit more of a heads up. Public school, man. 
Yeah, a counterpoint, right. I think he probably said the same thing to them every week. <laughs> and I think they had just ignored him. And actually, because uh, we talked before about are there villains in this? Mm-hmm. And I was really impressed that the teacher was not the villain. Yeah. Like, teacher actually seemed very cool and level-headed and like a professional. Right. Yeah. Like he wasn't like a dick to them about it. He was he, very yeah. chill about it. But he was like blunt talk, just giving them the business, just being like, here's the, here's the reality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think yeah. he wanted them to succeed. I think he wanted them to succeed too. Yeah. He's a good yeah, man. There are very few teen movies of this age right. where any of the teachers, either they're like cool best friend characters or they're really horrible. And mm. it was nice to see just somebody who like seemed like a professional person who cared about their students. Although it is implied that he may have also had a relationship with Bill's stepmom. <laughs> Yeah. That was that oh, felt yeah. like something that they walked back a little bit. Oh, I didn't. Uh, oh, like I you think like the original script had like way more into well, in because that? she has like so tell him I said hi, yeah, and then yeah. she goes and she sits next to him in a flirtatious way. Yeah, and then the next time you see them, she's sitting next to her husband with right. some space between her and the teacher. Right. I thought that they were just implying like she's super young. She had just been in high school. Like he was just her teacher. Oh, okay. I didn't. I didn't see it in a sexual manner, but maybe it I'm being naive. No, it might have just been the the way her whole character was hypersexualized. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, she was like, I mean, that character is so a lot. Right? Like, she's she's a young. She's like the young, hot, like female character that for them to ogle, yeah. but also his mom, and like. It, I mean, shut up, lot, Ted. There's so much going on there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, she's what three years older than them. So she's yep. got to be twenty one. One. Yeah, that was my guess. Um, yeah, it's wild. There's like what I love is like there's no mention of Bill's biological mother. There's no real judgment with his dad's relationship with her, other than like Ted's dad basically just telling them that they're negligent parents, essentially. Yeah. And then, and then Bill, there's a running gag where he calls her Missy and then corrects himself. Yeah, and says "mom." And no one else seems concerned with it, but yeah. he seems very concerned. Yeah, he gets it wrong every time. Yeah, yeah, like he seems to be going through like genuine turmoil with this relationship. Yeah, maybe he's trying to like his dad brought appear into his house that he is very attracted to. He's horny mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah, I mean, he's and a so he's trying to like. School stifle his horny energy by trying to like visualize Missy as his mom as much as he can. Right. But these constant conflicts. But she, she also is his mom entirely. Right. Like it was, it was almost like they cast her because they were like, well, we don't want to have an old ugly lady in the movie. (laughs) So why don't we just combine the characters of like, cause she'll still just like make him sandwiches and bring be his chauffeur and like go to his presentation and be proud of him. Like, right. like there wasn't anything about her other than her physical appearance appearance that made her their peer. Right. Yeah. I yeah. I I thought they were trying to play that for comedy. I mean, it, I mean, it's yeah, it's definitely okay. for comedy, but like it is also off-putting for but also to watch. <laughs> i mean i will say molly my parents are divorced that yep. uh bringing another oh wait re- uh, sorry to interrupt molly my parents are also divorced <laughs> uh bringing another uh partner into that dynamic like it certainly is uh you know like it is a challenge to accept their role in this new dynamic 
Uh, especially when you add the fact that you attended high school with them. Yeah. I'm wondering, it, like, is his did was Bill's dad like, you call her mom? Yeah. She's you know, like, I feel like there's like some more turmoil behind the scenes that we're it, not seeing. I think it makes it really hard for Bill when his dad <laughs> makes intense eye contact with him and shuts the door to make On it very his clear room. he's about to bang <laughs> yeah. his new wife. I mean, did they his, bang? Did they Bill's bang? Bed. His room. Yes, they banged. Hundred percent, they banged. <laughs> like, I feel Bill's like my, hardball. Yeah, I feel like my bet Yikes. that there are shitty parents is like a big time correct. Yeah, both like, dads suck in a different way. Yeah, like Bill's dad, like literally, he's so horny for his new wife that he was just like, "Here's money." We're going to have sex in your room. Yeah, you're failing history. Oh. I can't pay attention to you. I saw <laughs> my wife's butt <laughs> as she was giving you sandwiches. Now we have to have sex on your bed, child. Yeah. Oh. It's upsetting. <laughs> it's very uh, upsetting. You'd think that they would take more advantage of Freud in that situation? I mean, they, it was a long walk to that one joke. Yeah. yeah. Oh, was there a joke? Yeah, where he I like... I might have been looking something up. Uh, uh, he gave... <laughs> Ted some psychoanalysis anal- analysis, and then he asked Bill if he wanted to get on the couch and Bill said oh I just have a minor edible complex oh got it get it yeah. he did learn something yes I mean Bill is I feel like canonically the smarter of the two oh right? absolutely yeah. yeah and then um, Ted's dad also sucks yeah yep. but in more uh, of a like uh oh, my dad, <laughs> sort of traditional way. I know that this movie, like, like nothing needs to make sense in the movie for it to be a movie. <laughs> but, like, I, I, do, I do feel like it's insane to be like, okay, I've made a decision. Tomorrow, right. you are leaving. <laughs> yeah. We're not, there's no pomp and circumstance about it. I'm not yeah. going to say goodbye to you. Pack your bags and you're gone. Like there wasn't, there wasn't like, hey, I'm going to give you a couple weeks to like kind of figure things out, pack up your stuff. To, yeah. Like, talk also, <laughs> like, like there's got to be more to it than that, right? You would know, think. It like, sounded just in like terms he of, had like, been oh, like pre- threatening the military academy for a while. That didn't sound yeah. like a new But like just the logistics of it, right? Like he'd have to oh. like transfer his records to the new school. Well, it sounded like he was pretty tight with Colonel, whoever that was. Oats. Yeah. Probably an old uh, army buddy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. What do we think happened to uh, Ted's mom? Yeah, right. Do you think she was gunned down in the street on him. dad's one of dad's cases? Ooh, and now he's uh, searching for a killer, and that's why he's so <laughs> hard on Ted. I mean, he should be looking in his own department, am I right? You are right. Mullet, right? <laughs> Ooh, all cops are bad. That's a su- su- suspicious mullet. Oh, yeah, the, the, the luscious mullets in this movie. <laughs> luscious mullets? Yeah, there's a luscious mullet in the uh, sheriff's department, and then there's uh, some sport mullets in the, with the jocks. Yeah. It's just peak, it's peak mullet. There's, yeah. Yep. Peak mullet for sure. Oh, shit. What did one of the jocks say in his presentation? I really enjoyed it. And th- there's computers? Oh, yeah. There's <laughs> computers. <laughs> yeah, he was trying to explain how, like, uh, yeah, there's just things have changed. We're in a modern time. There's computers. Just the way he <laughs> said it. It was just uh, really tickled me. Very good. That has nothing to do with uh, the murder of Ted's mother. <laughs> or does it? Whoa. Maybe that's the third movie. Is they have to use time travel to, to solve, solve gruesome crime. Holy shit. Yeah. I would love that. 
Yeah, then they can tie in the John Wick stuff. Sure. Where, like, yeah, bring Ted. back uh, Angelica Houston. Yeah. I'm Great. into that now. <laughs> Ted's mom. Ted's badass mom. Great. Love it. Here's a question for you. <laughs> okay. It seems like the uh, the phone booth crew, the PBC, uh-huh. PBC, like they seem to have developed like a pretty successful means of communication with each other over a very short period of time, despite They're the many language barriers. Very on board. Yeah, like, right. For like mm-hmm. time travelers showing up and kidnapping them. Yeah, yeah. that was Let's or. In t- t- yeah, t- in Bill's term, let's bag him, which he said multiple times, and I loved it every time. <laughs> yeah, I guess that was sort of like the hand-waving part of that line that they say to Billy the Kid of just like, oh, you're taking this traversal through time, very or whatever. Like, you're adapting yeah. very well. Also, why do they talk like that? <laughs> right? Bill and Ted? Yeah, like the two of them just have this like weird formality underneath their like surfer bro Yeah, and I do have a question about that, too, because as I was watching it, I was like, what came first, this or Wayne's World? This, right? Yeah, I mean... So was Wayne's World a playoff of this? I mean, it's a playoff of, like, those kinds of dudes, I guess. But, like, I feel like, like that, like, party on is, like, kind of a catchphrase in both of those. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I I feel like Wayne... Yeah, it probably was a real thing. I feel like Wayne was like a thing that a character that existed before SNL even. Oh, like it was a Mike Myers that character? he did somewhere. But okay. I would have to look that up maybe on Wikipedia. Wikipedia <laughs> <Org>. <laughs> um, I mean they're both channeling like the same kind of like rocker slacker. Like rocker slacker Orny valley dude. dude. Yeah. Although Wayne is more Wayne of a hockey kind of kid though. Yeah. They're in Illinois. But sure, they have still like, rockers. Yeah, yeah, they they do th- they do that same thing where it's like and they have real guitars though. Garth has his drumsticks and he yeah. plays on his yeah. legs. So speaking of saying, guitars, same thing. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I mean they're not dissimilar. Like there's definitely it's like the Star Trek and Star Wars of early '90s. Two sure. dudes, two horny dudes that love rock music. <laughs> <laughs> and use the word babe a lot. Yeah. Oh, Abraham Lincoln. Yeah. Yep, they should have. They should have gotten Abraham again. That would have been a fun gender reversal in this movie, right? Oh, there's so much fun you could have. Yeah, with women. Oh, what? Like with women in the movie, like having women in the movie. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, Maybe the new one will be fun for everyone. Maybe it will be. Think. Don't quote me on this. I think maybe their children. They have. They each have a daughter, and they are also going on the adventure with them in the third oh, one. I think. Well, do, are they named, and do they talk to each other? Because that didn't happen in this one. Sure didn't. No, it didn't. No. Like the two princesses were named, but they were only they? ever talked about men. Like even bef- even yeah. as they were meeting Bill and Ted, they were talking about other men. It was yeah. weird because there were so many women that were prominent in the picture. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Like they were like part of whatever was going on, but yeah, they like never Deacon, said anything at Like all. Deacon literally at some point must have called up some girlfriends of his like, hey, you want to hang out with this weird old dude with me? Yeah. <laughs> but they never said anything. It's like I was I one of those girls was my MVPs for being like a 10 year old in like pearls. <laughs> and I was like, she is out. She's doing it. Yeah. Well, Ziggy Piggy. Deacon those called. Outfits were incredible. So good. That those two. I think were they twins? Ooh, great question. 
Mm, I don't know. Mm, I don't know. I think I, they both kind of have the same like color hair and like little bob. Those are two spin-off movies I would love to watch. I would love to watch Deacon and Napoleon's Day of Fun, like the whole thing, because I <laughs> yep. feel like there's a lot of there's a lot of story between points A and point B. And mm. I'd also like to watch the short film in which Billy the Kid and Socrates somehow infiltrate that medieval castle, disguise <laughs> themselves as the executioners, uh, and yeah. I guess that's it. That's pretty much what they do. No, I <laughs> Off did. camera. In that moment, I screamed, how did they get there? <laughs> so I, I'm glad you brought that up because yeah. I would like to see that movie. Because they had yeah. such like a good a buddy dynamic. Cop. They did. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, at one point, you know, Socrates says, I'm too old for this. In Greek. <laughs> In Greek. In Greek. Yeah. 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 yeah, he definitely says that. But he says it in oh. like a happy way because he's so oh, joyful. Yeah. God bless oh, him. Such a, so great. I would definitely watch that movie. Right? Especially if they had two women characters with names who talk mm. to each other. Okay, mm. sure. Like, hello, I'm Joan of Arc. three <laughs> women characters who talk yeah. to each other? Whoa. Three women are better than one. <laughs> Triple the characters, quadruple the fun. <laughs> yep. Oh, that song. That song they played like four times. Yeah. You know they expected it to be a big hit. It's oh, so for gross sure. too. It's that one's not good. Gross. Some of the songs slap though. Yeah. <laughs> the opening one. Yeah, the opening one, one in the future was, like, was pretty good. Tall. And then Beth when uh Beethoven rocked yep. in the mall. Pretty good. Pretty cool. Yeah. That shit was fire. But the one that catches sticks in your head though. Yeah. It's too, is too it's heavy. There, yeah, there's a really great cowbell in that song. Yeah. It really nice. keeps you going. Speaking of music, we bet yeah. on how many air guitars there would be in this movie. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, Molly, you said 12. I said 30. You said three minutes, and Beth <laughs> said 69, dude. Yeah. Um, there were 13, like, definite air guitar accentuate something I love just happened. Like there's a sound effect and everything? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then there's a moment where they go to the future oh, and... Man. And everyone comes from outside the shadows to greet them, and their greeting is an air guitar, like a slow like a strum one, yeah. of an air guitar. And so there's probably like forty people, fifty people in there. Yeah. Yeah. Is that like a different category though? Is that like a future guitar? I would argue it's a different category. I mean it's still air guitar, right? Yeah, but it's a future guitar like Rufus brings them, right? Would you say that there were maybe like fifty six people in the crowd? <laughs> I'm listening. I'm listening. I mean, yeah, either way you cut it, either Beth nailed it or Molly was off by one. Wow. <laughs> I think I was close. So I, I think we know I think we know which one is correct. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> three minutes. I don't know about three minutes. No, maybe like I one minute. I did look for a super cut. Um Thank and you, Molly. I found something that wasn't like a minute and a half. Yeah, that'd but be a better guess. When I clicked on it, though, it didn't look like a pure supercut. So the jury is still out on that one. Wow. All right. Well, get on I it. Toad's Did heads. you also count the ones where they were like on, there was like a scene where they were both on um, screens within that dome? Oh, Whoa. I did not count uh, and they video were like projection doing this thing. within the movie. All right. I mean, that felt like a pre recorded. Yeah. Like, my understanding of what, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, my understanding is we were categorizing this as, like, a spontaneous yeah. guitar strum. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Like, Beth, I understand you're really trying to guarantee that we get to a certain <laughs> amount. 
<laughs> of Erica Times. Damn. Uh, I will say, if you do a search for how many in Bill and Ted, yes. it will very quickly come up with, guess how many times they say, dude. Oh. 40. Oh, that's good. 69, dude. No, you took mine. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, it was 70. Whoa. Whoa. What? Uh, and then 30 excellence. So, wow. You know, Great. somebody That's counted a lot that. of times. It's a lot of times. Yeah. I mean, they're only a hundred and what? No, 89 minutes in the whole thing. So, whoa. It's like 1989, 89 minutes. <gasps> Wait, dude. <laughs> 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 this movie has made us worse. Yep. <laughs> made us worse people. No, come on. <laughs> We learned about being excellent to each other. We learned that Socrates was a really nice dude, maybe. Yeah. It did make me miss water slides. Right? I haven't been on a water slide in so long. Oh, man. Napoleon so looked like he was having so much fun. He was having a great time in his that, bathing suit, bathing costume. That was my MVP. And they're, so they're showing the, the water park is called Waterloo. And Get that's it? why they're like, oh, we're yeah. there. Long um, walk for that one. But then yep. there's a there's establishing shots like from around the park, but and then one of the establishing one of the establishing shots, there is a person going down a water slide, mm-hmm. but they totally look like they're gonna fly off of the yes. slide several points. Yes, <laughs> so reckless. <laughs> they're like flipping around. Like it's intense, it looked man. terrifying. Yeah, it's like the reason why I didn't want to go down water slides <laughs> when I was a kid. Oh yeah, they're terrifying. Um, and you will die. <laughs> Stay away from them, teens. What? I mean, I if know. you're a strong swimmer, you're probably okay. You're probably okay. fine. But, but I mean, they had to add the covers on top of them because people did like flop out. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, people would be recklessly flipping and flopping. Yeah, teens flipping and flopping. You go down on your back with your feet forward. <laughs> mm-hmm. Don't move at all. Yes, douse your cigarettes at the top of the slide. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, before we uh, get to the end, are there any more MVPs? Oh, yeah. Uh, my MVP is... Uh, oh, hold on. I, I have to make sure I get the name right. Um, Dr. George Garver from Arizona State University, who was specially uh, thanked by the producers at the end of the movie, and I would okay. love to know why. Like, I would love to know what relationship Dr. George Carver of Arizona State University had with this movie. Okay. I saw maybe that, too, and my thought was maybe he was, like, the historical right? person that they had talked right? to. Right? Yeah. Just like, make sure the history you would be answering out? that level of, of question. Maybe he was... Was Joan of Arc a lady? <laughs> did, uh, did Socrates like s- stuff? Like, was <laughs> Napoleon nice? Or was he kind maybe, of rude? Maybe Dr. George Carver was also doing stand-up at that open mic. <laughs> and he was just like, you know, fellas, I could teach you a thing or two about uh, uh, <laughs> Genghis Khan. Beethoven. More like Genghis Killer. He killed a lot of a people. A lot of people. Also had sex with a lot of people. You're yeah. probably a descendant of Genghis Khan. Isn't that fun? Anyway, here's my card. Pretty much my, all of Asia. I'm at Arizona State <laughs> University just down the road. My name is Dr. George Carver. What's the deal with genocide? Oh my god! I'm sorry. You and I went in very different directions. 
<laughs> well, that's all the time we have tonight. <laughs> Two more MVPs. Uh, the the guy who runs the bowling alley that kicks Napoleon out. Oh, yep. yeah, with the big Crushed cigar. Crushed it. Yep. Uh, and then there's a guy, like, in, amidst all the chaos in uh, Billy the Kid scene, like, they're just, like, everyone's punching each other. Bill and Ted get thrown through a wall and see prostitutes and are delighted. Uh, once they finally get out of the saloon, there's just, like, for no reason, a dude who's on a cart. The horse gets spooked and runs, and he just, like, takes a dive off that cart, and it was beautiful. Yeah. There's some really good stunts in this. Great stunts. I also like the lady that worked at the Circle K that said, oh, I don't yeah. know, she I just work great. here. She oh, was yeah. great. Barb or whatever, probably. Come <laughs> I don't on. think she had a name, but I like that her Not name all barbs. is probably Barb. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I'm sure she was, uh, and not to get too far away from that medieval cart scene just yet, because there were several sheep. I would say about six sheep. Oh, and ahead chickens? of the cart. Yeah, a lot and, of livestock. I mean, they were running for their lives. Yes, they were. And they really I'm were. pretty sure Peter Diamond set it up. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> he arranged the sheep. Listen, yeah. He, <laughs> he, he sheep? looked. He looked the sheep dead in its eyes. <laughs> Moved his, waved his hand in yes. front of their eyes. <laughs> there is a man out of time coming behind you. Your life, your life is in danger. But your life was already in danger. You will be slaughtered for the winter harvest. You have been fattened up for the solstice. Run, run, my woolly friend, run. <laughs> Yep. Uh, uh, yep. Yep. And I don't think I spotted a no animals have been harmed in this movie. Ooh. <laughs> well, 89. Well. What are you going to do? Well. Well. Uh, right. So before we get uh, to our final review of the movie, we'd like to read a final review of final podcast review. Oh, like, oh, no. Well, podcast Start. over, everybody. Sorry. A maximum rating review nice. of our podcast toastrecall.com, and we have one, so thank you very oh. much. Uh, we do this traditionally in an impression of a character from the film we have just watched. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, rich tapestry to draw from. Yeah, it is. Is that? I don't. I mean, sort of. Right? Good? What? Is that good? Is that good.com? Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, I can do Ted if you want. Yeah. It's going to sound like a happier version of my Nick Cage, but. I'll take it. <laughs> I am a total totes head now. Five stars. I discovered the show back in February, and I have been obsessed since. Not only for the nostalgia-fueled content of revisiting old favorites, but for the lovely discussions of the show's hosts. The four hosts have a wonderful chemistry you can feel while listening. The witty banter and the movie discussions are both hilarious and heartwarming. (laughs) Molly, Dan, Beth, and also Dan not only provide (laughs) hilarious stories and zingers about the old films, they also give some really good critiques on cinema and storytelling. This podcast is one of my favorites and never disappoint. Don't hesitate. Become a totes head today. Oh, that is so nice. <laughs> Thank you, very D. Woods. That was very Thank nice. Woods. Thank you. Oh, sorry. Uh, I'll end that with. 
wild stallions. Why is Dan the funniest word that you can say? That <laughs> Do you want to know? Because Dan. I got that. I got that from watching the movie Speed. Uh, where they hit a stroller that they think has a baby in it, but it's just full of old cans. <laughs> and Keanu comforts... We should watch this movie at some point, by the way. It's amazing. Yes. Uh, Keanu comforts Sandra Bullock's character who's driving the bus by going, cans! It was just cans! <laughs> <laughs> so that is my Keanu Reeves anchor. Basically. Wow, that's yeah. amazing. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> great film. Great Dance. actor. Great time. Dan! Yeah. <laughs> It's just Dan. <laughs> and also Dan. <laughs> and some women that I guess I care about, but <laughs> that wasn't clearly established. Just kidding, D. Woods. You respect women. Yeah, just kidding. Thank you for that. And if very you don't, start now. Yeah. But thank you for that uh, seemingly inclusive review of our podcast. <laughs> that, was very, that was very cool. Okay. Um, well, I guess I will respect the order from the first half. You know and what? You don't have to. I don't know what happened. <laughs> no, I respect you. How about this? And I respect if, the order. How about this, Dan? How about we go back in time? Mm. We fix that order so that now you know the order is whatever order you're comfortable with. Ready? Garbage can. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dan, you, uh, the rating scale is Air Guitar BFFs. Oh, right. Um, Dan, you And these are Air Guitars themselves. Yes. That are are sentient Air Guitars (laughs) that are friends with each other. Uh, Gave it three, Mm -hmm. thinking it would just be like dudes being dudes, and that would be bad, but maybe- Yeah. I I think I was concerned that it was just like a dude comedy from this time, and it was- but also, I really was amused by it. Like, my wife and I were laughing a lot at just how dumb it was and how dumb the two of them were. Like, my wife said it really good where it's like, it's like a more wholesome Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> like, just the way they carry themselves. Rockers, uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It was just like, it was just so stupid, but so stupid in a very particular way that I've just warmed my heart so i will say four air guitar bffs i mean it's still like a dumb movie from the late 80s that like clearly has some problems inherent to just like (laughs) the culture in general that we're still working on hey do the work 2020 (laughs) do the work uh never stop stay uncomfortable four four Uh, Beth, you gave it three and a half. Uh, uh-huh. You had not seen it, so you had no nostalgia for which to be boosted from. Yes. I was actually surprised how much I enjoyed it. Because um, I, 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 did, I did say, like, I kept, I kept laughing and then just saying stupid. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. it, was, it was very stupid. And I would say that I, I really liked maybe, like, the first 20 minutes. Um, like I was just enjoying it and then I got kind of like bored because mm-hmm. it was like there wasn't much else going on. It was kind of the same thing for the whole movie. So I would say I liked it. I, yeah, three and a half seems right. Three and a half air guitar BFFs. Is it still the, is it still the fretboard for the half? Uh, no, this time it's like just the hole in the guitar. It's an acoustic guitar. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> You're blowing my mind. For a guitar? <laughs> what? What? What did you just say? Uh, like a donut hole, but for the guitar. A donut hole. 
Yes. Yes. So it's just like a cylinder of wood that was pulled out of a guitar? <laughs> it's really, you know what it is? It's air. What? Oh. What? We don't, we're not failing physics, dude. <laughs> well, I gave it four and a half. I really went on a journey with this movie. Um, <laughs> it made me laugh a lot. I mm-hmm. was reminded of my youth laughing at it in my youth and thinking it was fun and funny. Um, it, it the parts that bummed me out really bummed me out. Mm-hmm. Fair, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so I I think four. I think I'm actually gonna drop it to four today, mm-hmm. right now. That really bummed me out. But yeah. fucking Keanu crushes it. Alex Winter crushes it. Yep, yep. I yep. love these characters. I'm excited. I am excited for Back to the Future Three. Back well. to Ted. <laughs> I don't know the name of the movie. So, Beth, go back in time and edit this to make me sound good and smart. Garbage can. Four. Garbage can. I found your keys, Dad. Uh, Molly, two and a half. I didn't take any notes. I'm sorry. Oh, that's okay. That's he was no so sad by your two and a half that he didn't even write it down. Yeah, he was too heartbroken. <laughs> Well, I have formed a theory while we've been talking because mm-hmm. I was thinking about Beavis and Butthead, Wayne's World, Bill and Ted, uh, somebody in Kumar, go to White Castle. Harold. Yeah. Harold. Harold, yes. Harold and Kumar. And then Dude, Where's My Car? Mm-hmm. There are many, many movies where two guys who are best friends set out. Yes. But then I was thinking how movies that feature women almost always have four. Like women come in four and men comes in pack, men come in packs of two. You're blowing mm-hmm. my mind right now. Mm. Right? Like Golden yeah. Girls, uh, Sex in the City, uh, Friendship of the Pants. Yeah. <laughs> Traveling Pants, right? Friendship <laughs> of the Pants. Yeah. No, that's what it's called. Don't look it up. <laughs> girls Night. Girls Girls Night. What? I think Bad thing. Moms. Bad Maybe moms. sometimes they come in three. But I think it's four. It usually ends up being four. Ghostbusters. It's more than two. It's definitely more than two. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know. Ghostbusters. Rami counts. and Michelle is the only... <laughs> Uh oh well, okay I can think of other exceptions. All right, the point is so it's a theory. I think generally you're correct though. And Overall. it was more fun to think about that than how few uh, air guitar BFFs I feel like giving this movie. I'm giving it a one and a half. Wow. And it is just to keep it above Freaky Friday and Star Wars Phantom Menace, which will always be like the worst experiences of my life. Uh, in terms of movie watching. (laughs) I will Uh say this for Uh this movie, though. One, if I had seen it when it first came out, I'd probably have a much softer spot for it. Two, if I had seen Mm -hmm. it with all of us in the same room, I would have enjoyed it more. Uh, I really did laugh pretty hard at those two jokes. I'll give it a two. Okay. That's fair. One for each joke. Bill and Ted, Bill and Ted, Bill and Ted. <laughs> Two heads are better than one. Double the f- something and triple the fun. Bill and Ted are traveling through time. They're going to get Socrates and he's going to play catch with Billy the Kid and Napoleon too. There's one woman there, but we don't have time to explore her story. <laughs> She's probably Two a heads. prostitute. 
Oh, something else sexy or old and gross. But not in this movie, because all moms are hot. That's the rule of this movie. All the moms are hot. Help us investigate my mother's murder. Call the number on your screen right now. Dead hot moms are coming today. Uh, whichever studio owns the Bill and Ted rights, uh, call us right now. We know you're delaying the release of this. Who are we kidding? We can add this song into the soundtrack for Bill and Ted 3. It's going to be great. Totes Recall is hosted by Molly Chase, Beth Gibbs, Dan Jaquet, and Dan Linden. Produced by Beth Gibbs. New episodes of Totes Recall drop on the 15th of every month. For more information and bonus content, visit us at totesrecall.com. Thank you so much for listening.